Hank, could you please, Hank, could you please check to be sure you have no other equipment on because you're causing a um, a echo. Um, I'm speaking into my cell phone. Okay. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know what echo there is. I don't hear anything. Are we good to go? Yes, I have the recording going. Okay. Uh, thank you for inviting me to share this meeting. Hold on. Something is going on. Thank you for allowing me to um, to speak at this meeting. It's a privilege and an honor. Um, November 30th marked 30, 35 years in program. And I'm not one of those who starts over. I start over every day. Uh, every day. I don't, I don't believe, you know, it's like if you're driving cross country, and I've, I'm an expert at driving cross country. Uh, six months ago, I moved uh, not cross country, but I moved from one state to another state. And uh, this morning, some nice people uh, picked me up and took me to an in-person uh, meeting where the emphasis was on 100 pounders. Uh, definitely 100 pounds, and my top weight was over 400 pounds. I'm in the uh, uh, a little over 250 now, somewhere between 250 and 260. I've been lower and higher, um, had some ups and downs. Um, when I was, I'm trying to remember the year I was, when I was, I think, 30 years old, um, a doctor said to me, Hank, if you don't do something about, oh, I, I know, I think I was 40. I was 40. He said, well, if you don't do something about your weight, you're not, you're not going to live to be 50. And so I did whatever compulsive over did. I went out and ate some more to, to form those things. But um, I was in therapy because I, a group ther family therapy because my son um, found out was using drugs and that threw us into a, a dither and whatever. And, and we had to go to therapy. To, and the therapist took me under her, her wings and Dorn says, she said, Hank, I'll never forget this. And and I and I call her once a year on my on my birthday to thank her again. Uh, we've become friends, and she's in California, and I'm in Phoenix, Arizona now. But I I spoke to her on well, November 30th. I called her again, and uh, she says, you did the work. I said, but you inspired me. She said, if you don't do something about your weight, this uh, another you're gonna you're not gonna live to be 50. And I came in at um, in my upper, I, I think in my early 50s. I've got 30, 35 years, and I'm 82 years old. So to do the math, I can't even do that anymore. And uh, my top weight was 404 pounds. And uh, previously, my top weight had been 402. And I went on a diet because my daughter was getting married, uh, and uh, the, comp the place that my and I had a friend who was overweight too, and he's I still we're still friends, and uh, he's an accountant, and one of his clients uh, rented tuxedos or all kinds of clothes specializing in hard to fit men, so he sent me over there uh, to get there, and the guy took my measurements and what he asked me how much I weighed and I made up a number, and and I'm not a stupid person. Um, and I said, he has to know I'm lying because it's impossible to say that I would, to weigh what I said I weighed and measure what I'm measuring, you know? 
So anyway, I went there. I started going with him, and I took and I uh, um, and I started going to meetings. And I went to a hundred pounders meeting. And I'll never forget. I went to my first meeting. Uh, it was a hundred pounders, and I got there early. They had a newcomers meeting, and uh, somebody handed somebody handed me something, and I read from the podium at that meeting. I don't remember what I read, but I remember that. And so I started going there, and, and then in those days, there, there was nothing on online or whatever. So Wednesday night was my OA meeting, and I'd go for the newcomers meeting. I'd leave my house at seven o'clock. The meeting went from the newcomers meeting was seven thirty to eight. The meeting ran from eight to ten, and then we went out for coffee after the meeting. So I'd get home at eleven, eleven thirty. And so it was like Overeaters Anonymous was the other woman in 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 the in the divorce in the marriage or whatever, and uh, and one of the cuss and my wife was complaining about what I, where I am and whatever, she, and uh, so one of the people at the meeting said, why don't you bring your invite your wife to a meeting, and let her see what we do here. <coughs> so I said okay, and I took her to a meeting, and it, in the back of the meeting room was a soda machine filled with bottled water and canned diet soda. And during the meeting, people got up. Uh, I don't think, I don't remember if I did or not, and went and got a drink. And on the way home, she said, I'll never forget this phrase, can't you people go for two hours without putting something in your mouth? And I thought to my, and that's when I knew this was not going to work, that uh, I needed this program. And, and we separated Less than a year later, or a year later, I don't remember. And we—I've been divorced for longer than I—I'd be married for 65. I met her 65 years ago. We'd be married. Our daughter is 55, so you know, go a long time. And we're friendly now. You know, uh, she helped set this apartment up for me. Uh, I call her on her birthday, and she'll send me a card on my birthday. And uh, and so we have a somewhat of a relationship. I don't think she's. I think she went on one date. Dating is not for her. She's devoted her life to our our children and our grandchildren, and that makes her happy. And uh, uh, I appreciate all that she's done for me. So I also tell people I've lived I've lived in half a dozen states. I I took this program. Oh, so I'm moving. I get a job offer in Washington D.C., and I'm moving to Washington from OA. From California, and I said to my wife, "Do you want to go with me one more time?" And she said, "No, I've had it. You do what you have to do." So I went, and people—and I'll never forget this—people gave me pieces of paper with telephone numbers on them, and I just stuck them in my pocket. And uh, when I got to Washington, I got there in a snowstorm. It was January or February of 1991 or 1992. I don't remember exactly what year. And uh, I called somebody, and the, and before that, uh, while I was still married, but we went on together. We took a, a spent a long weekend with another couple um, in um, New Orleans, Louisiana, and it was Saturday morning, and everybody's sleeping in, and I I got up and I found an OA meeting, and I went to a meeting uh, and shared for three minutes. At that meeting, they went back, and, within, and six months later, uh, I'm getting a dozen pieces of paper with names and numbers of people to call. And when I got to Washington, the, ironically, the first person I called 
was a woman who had just moved from New Orleans to Washington, and she recognized my voice and knew who I was, and she said, I will pick you up tomorrow, and I will take you to a meeting. Um, so she did. That was Sunday. And, uh, and I was staying at the hotel Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I had to find a place to move by Tuesday, and I had two dogs. I moved with my two German Shepherd dogs. My wife didn't want them. So um, after work, oh, so Sunday I got, I got the um, I went I, I I got the meetings and after work on um, whatever there's I went there and I shared with somebody that I just moved here and I needed a place to live and a woman at the meeting lived in a building that there were 300 apartments and practically 200 residents owned dogs and I moved in there the next day. Everything I owned fit in my car it was a Chevy Blazer. I don't remember the year, but I, I had a beach chair. It was my, my uh, furniture, and I rebuilt my life there. And um, it was Washington. It was right over the, the line from Alexandria, Virginia. So I started. So I was going to meetings there, one meeting a, a week. Then someone I, I was invited to a meeting in uh, Arlington, Virginia, on a Friday night. It was a hundred pounders meeting. So I went to that meeting, and, and that's when I really got involved. I met, I met a woman there. Uh, she and I dated for a couple of years. We traveled a little bit together. I think she's still in program. We, we haven't spoken in, in decades. And, and I've got some friends that I'm still in touch with from there. And I tell people anybody in any 12-step program can move much more easily than somebody who, who isn't in a, in a program because we have an immediate, we have an instant family wherever we go down I shouldn't say never I rarely turn down an occasion to speak and, and uh, uh, I, I just believe in that because I, I have a debt to Overeaters Anonymous and the men and women in that program in the program uh, that I couldn't do it myself and now I don't want to do it myself you know I, I'm, I'm still isolated I'm in this assisted living place um, they, they'll deliver food for your room or you can eat in a dining room and I'm more comfortable eating by myself and making an outreach call than sitting with a bunch of strangers. That, <coughs> that's, how, that's how I am, you know. So uh, I'm getting to the point where I think I'm going to have to go out and do that. Um, I'm not driving now. I'm facing cataract surgery uh, in January and then again in February, and my driver's license has been suspended. Um, I had a California driver's license. No, I had an Arizona driver's license even though I was living in California because I gave my daughter, I bought my car here. I bought my car here. I was visiting uh, from California and my car was giving me trouble. And my son is a mechanic and we were all, there were eight of us at lunch and he was sitting across the table and at the other end of the table, I was talking about the car. He made a phone call to a, to a dealer and said, my, my dad's in town. He needs a new car. I'm sending him over. Take good care of him. Three hours later, I was in a, a it was a previously owned, this was the year 2016, and I, and I bought a 2013 Buick Encore. And uh, I drove out of there in that car, and that's the car that's now at my daughter's house. And uh, I, it had 23,000 miles on it, and now it's got 100,000 plus. So um, I, I like to drive. I've been driving with and without a license for 65 years. And taking that away from me, 
really, really, really sticks. But but a nice couple, uh, a married couple, uh, picked me up this morning, drove me to a meeting, then we drove home to run the meeting. Um, I'm succumbing. I bought a copy of the uh, AA well, the AA Big Book in large print because I have stuff. Uh, some of the pills I'm taking, I can't even read what it says on the bottle. So I, I really need the surgery. It's scheduled for January 10th. Keep me in your prayers then, uh, you know, and uh, and whatever. So, you know, I'm, I'm a very fortunate man because, as I said, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have lived this, this long. Uh, I had, I had two, I'm the oldest cousin in this generation still alive. I'm the only one who's made it to the year 82. I was to 82 in September. I had two cousins who were just about a year older than I was. And, and it's interesting, uh, they were born a week apart and they died a week apart at 81. So I'm very happy to make 82. I'm setting the, the new, the new, um, goal for anybody else who wants to, to do whatever. I don't, I don't even know how many first cousins I have anymore. Um, uh, some second cousins. Um, and all the cousins on my father's side are much older than me. Uh, some of my second cousins on that side are older than I am. So uh, I very, very rarely turn down an opportunity to speak at a meeting. Um, I, uh, actually, I, earlier today, someone said, um, wanted me to speak and I knew I was speaking again. I said, no, you know, I, I'm sorry, I can't do it now. So I'm trying to take better care of myself. Um, and get, but I still have to get out and, and stop being isolated. Um, my daughter went shopping for me and she got me things. I like to do my own shopping. I like to, uh, I like to touch the apple. I, that's how I am. I want to touch the apple and, and I eat two or three apples a day. I'll tell you what, Two or three apples a day is a lot better than three or four bags of potato chips, and that's what I used to do, or 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 things like that. So I have the things, and I, and I try to do moderation. I'll have a glass of wine. I've, I've had a quadruple bypass. They say uh, a glass of wine uh, is okay to drink for you. Know, it's good for your heart. So I do that. I don't, you know, if they told me that I had to eat a, a pizza every day, I'd have no problem doing that. But having a glass of wine, I'm content with one or possibly two. I don't think I, I remember the last time I had two glasses of wine. And in fact, somebody, I got a thing, somebody bought me a, a liqueur. And, uh, and I asked my daughter, and I've had, I take a little bit of a, little bit of a shot with my dinner. And it just uh, soothes me. And I, I'm, not, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't, I don't abuse alcohol at all. And, uh, I'm, I'm a meeting junkie. You know, I want to go to meetings. I tune in uh, uh, meetings. Now I'm doing it by the phone. I know people all over the country. I call my sponsor five mornings a week. I have two or three other people in my in my posse, as we call it, that I speak to more than once a week. And uh, um, I invite anybody who's here to, who, if you tell me I don't like what you said, don't you know, whatever, you know, share with me. Um, and this way, I can I can um, expand my my um, my phone list, and that's how I work the program. How much time do I have left? I'm just curious because I'm not even I'm wearing a watch, but I didn't look at it. You have five minutes, Hank. Am I almost done? Did somebody tell me? 
Hank, you have five minutes. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. You have five minutes. Five minutes left or five minutes to the five-minute warning? Five minutes left. Oh, great. Okay. Um, oh, I did that pretty well. I got to this, that point. I'll tell you what. If I shut up now and open it for questions, or give it to, I'll take five minutes of questions and then open it for other people to share on whatever they want to share about. So um, I really can't think of anything else to add, but I'm more than happy to um, answer any questions. Hank? Yes? Hello. This is Lorraine W. I want to thank you for your experience, Hi, strength, and hope. And um, thank you for sharing your experience, strength, and hope with us. And uh, before you 